0: Hello everyone, and welcome to my podcast, which is called Steps to the Spirit. We are in Season 3, and this is Episode number 48. The title of this episode is The Serenity Prayer, Part 2, and we're talking about the word serenity. So today, I'd like to talk about the first part. Of that so famous prayer that was written by Reinhold Niebuhr. Most people think the full prayer was written in the 1930s and 1940s. Last time I mentioned a snippet that was found in a newsletter back way back in 1927 and uh, I guess after that uh, Niebuhr decided to write the whole prayer as he saw it uh in pen and paper and he used it i guess a lot it sounds like in his sermons he was a theologian and uh, i guess he was a pastor or a minister or reverend of some kind Uh, and his sermons that sermons that he gave um weekly or who knows how how often uh he was said to have used the serenity prayer or part of it in most of those sermons. So the first part of his prayer goes on something like the following, God give us grace to accept with serenity those things that cannot be changed. As you know the current day serenity prayer The first line is, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Not a great leap from the original prayer that he wrote, but it's certainly been modernized. And the whole prayer that we use is maybe three lines, and it's uh, (laughs) slicker and sleeker and uh, easier for us to, to remember and quicker to use. So the first thing I've noticed about uh, Niebuhr's prayer is that it's not serenity that he asks for first. The first thing he asks for is God's grace. And then serenity is really the second thing he asks for. Uh, God, um, God grant us the grace to accept with serenity and I guess if you really wanted to get nitpicky, the second thing we asked for, really, in his prayer is acceptance. And the more I have thought about his original prayer, I really believe that the, the, the gist of the first stanza in it actually is to have acceptance for things that have happened to us or in the world or whatever. And, of course, when I think about the serenity prayer, I think about it in terms of my 12-step program. Am I using these 12 steps, uh, the, the appropriate ones to these, these words, am I using them to uh, learn acceptance, to learn that there are things that happen That there is no way that I could change them and they I, (laughs) I also have to start to realize that things in the world don't happen because God made them happen and how many times do we hear someone saying why did God do this to me why did God let my son or daughter pass away why did God let my spouse pass away Why did God let them suffer so much? Look at all the people in the world who are suffering. Why does God let this happen? Well, I don't, by any means, think that God allows anything to happen. And here, to me, is the way it played out when we were created as uh, humanity. For me, I think God said, wow, I want to do something wonderful and something beautiful. and So I'm going to create mankind. I'm going to create the world. I'm going to create the stars and the heavens and the sun and the moon. And I'm going to create animal life. And I'm going to create birds and fish. And I'm going to create man so that he will have the benefit of all the good things that I can do. And I think at some point, and maybe close to what it says in the Old Testament, maybe God realized that man was there. He was running around, hopping around, having a jolly old time with the birds and the animals and who knows what. He saw that he needed some kind of companionship. So then he created, or let there be somehow, a woman to be his partner. Now, believe me. I know what the Bible said but I feel like I don't have a clue as to what really was in God's mind how we came into existence or why we're here I just don't know but some of the things that are in the Bible are make sense to me some of the stories that we hear about uh, mankind being unhappy about God having more power and, and say, say God said you you're not to eat from that tree the learning tree the tree of knowledge and man had an attitude about that I can certainly see that happening can't you and so and God said don't eat from that tree and man i don't for a moment think woman was the responsible party in this but man decided to go against what god asked him that was the only rule i guess in in eden and he ate from the tree well maybe that was the first real choice that we as mankind made so it's my contention my belief that after that moment, God said, Okay, I am going to give you what you seem to so desperately want. I am going to give you free choice. Well, there you have it. What a gift was, was, was that. Now, mankind, or womankind, or personkind, was all of a sudden now in control. They had the ability to make, and we have the ability to make choices that in themselves will affect the quality of our lives, will in fact affect whether we live or die. What an awesome gift that was. And I'm sure it wasn't too long before Maybe even Adam, if that was his name, and or Eve, uh, decided that, hey, we don't know if we really want this choice, but nevertheless, there it was. And I think what happened was that those original folks realized very quickly that it wasn't all in their control. They did not have the power to change what time the sun came up, what time the moon came up, whether there was going to be a volcano or whether there was going to be a wild animal after their hides. So they could do as much as they could do to keep themselves safe, to live according to when the sun and the moon uh, was there, gave light, but they had to accept some things as just not being in their control and i believe that that's what this first part of the prayer is talking about but again it says at the beginning please god give us the grace to accept with serenity the things that cannot be changed i'm sure you've heard about people who are described as having grace uh, the I, I, first thing I think of is maybe an older woman who has matured with real grace and is very polite and, and happy to see everyone and just just the kind of person that you would like to know. And we're asking God for the grace of acceptance. Let me be like that old woman who was just, hey, this is the way it is. And I'm going to still be nice to everyone, I'm still going to be a a good person, and but I can't change things the way they have happened. And in my years, I have learned what those things are, that some I can change, and that comes later, but some of them I just do not have the power to change them. So let me just accept them. Let me be that graceful soul that accepts the things I cannot change. Now, let me break away a little bit for a moment because I cannot end this first episode of really getting into the serenity prayer without talking to you about how I feel about this whole serenity prayer thing. I believe that the serenity prayer has been a boon to most people who work the 12-step program. And many people outside of the 12-step program know the Serenity Prayer and are helped by it. But I don't think it would be fair for me to tout the Serenity Prayer without explaining to you once again how I feel about this prayer thing. I have decided in my own mind and through listening to my spirit, that prayer, as we know it, and prayer for me, is a question of certainly not asking for anything. Prayer for me is a is a listening to what God and my spirit has got to say. I know I know in the New Testament Jesus they ask how to pray, and he says to ask God for our daily bread, etc. But but I, I I just can't buy that. I know in my heart, in my soul, that God has provided me with everything I could possibly need to exist, and to exist either happily or not. So I'm going to say a little bit more about this in the beginning of the next episode. Because I just don't want this these episodes to go too long. I, I think I think twelve, thirteen, fifteen minutes at the max should be the most. But we'll talk about this a little bit more in the next episode, and where I can, where I think prayer can be used as a psychological way of remembering what my relationship with God is. Anyway, I'm going to stop there for now, and thank you for listening, and see you next time. Bye-bye.